Want to get the best results with keto? Here are the four steps you need to follow to succeed with a ketogenic diet. Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Hello, welcome to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. I'm your host, Lesha, and today I'm going to talk about the four steps for keto success. So I started keto in 2015, and since then I've learned a thing or two about how to get the best results. And there are really four steps that you need to take to be successful on keto. So these steps are tried and true and tested not only on me, but hundreds of women that I've worked with over the years as a holistically keto nutritionist. And these are also the same four steps that I walk through in my signature weight loss program, BSB Tribe. Now BSB Tribe is currently open. So if you are ready to implement these steps with the guidance of a holistic clean keto nutritionist, go to www.bsbtribe.com forward slash join, and you can get in there and implement these. But I want to go over them so you can know what they are and what they all entail. Okay, so I'm going to dive right in. So step number one, to succeed on keto, you have to personalize your food plan. So this is going to be the very first step that you need to take in order to succeed on keto. And the step is pretty obvious. You would think, well, duh, of course, I have to think about what my food plan is going to be and what I'm going to eat. It's almost common sense, but yet it's so misunderstood by women. All right. So if what you eat isn't personalized to your body, your health situation, your goals, and your lifestyle, it's going to be not only hard to stick to, but it's going to be hard to maintain. And you're going to probably feel pretty restricted and you're going to feel dreadful eating just some generic foods from somebody else's meal plan or, you know, just following what an influencer on Instagram is eating, that it's not aligned with you and your goals. I see this happening a lot. And this is kind of why I stopped doing my keto day of eating posts, mainly because like of that reason, but also just because there's such a pain in the butt to put together. But what I would find is that women would see what I eat And then they would automatically want to copy it and eat the exact same things, even though they might not like certain foods or they'd be like, oh, I don't like salmon. What can I substitute? Or wow, that seems like a lot of protein or wow, those calories seem like they're too high or they're too low or this or that. And I'm just like, well, why do you care? I'm just sharing what I'm eating just to show you what a well-formulated clean keto approach way of eating looks like, but I'm not sharing this for you to just copy and paste it for your own self. Okay. So personalizing your food plan on keto means figuring out exactly what you want to eat, what you want to eat, what you like to eat, how many carbs your body can handle and what type of keto foods your body does well with versus the keto foods that you're, that cause inflammation and weight loss stalls in your body. All right. And this is the very first step that I have my clients go through inside BSB Tribe because it really sets up the foundation and the basis of your entire weight loss journey on keto. So let me kind of walk you through what exactly this step covers and what we cover inside BSB Tribe that aligns with this personalizing your food plan. So in this step, you will learn how, what to eat, first of all, what to eat for long-term fat loss. There's this big misconception of what foods help your body burn fat versus the foods that 
make your body store fat. So I'll share all of that with you based on the latest science. So a few years ago, just for example, we didn't know that certain oils were bad for us. So there are a lot of oils that are technically keto friendly, but they're not healthy and they promote inflammation. So vegetable oils, seed oils, those inflammatory oils like canola, you know, any technically any vegetable oil, corn oils, grapeseed oil, hydrogenated oils, all the things, those are very inflammatory, but they're keto. So you need to be able to know the differences between those healthier fats and those non-healthier fats, okay? Then there's the different ways of eating that help your body use its own fat for fuel. So most women don't know this, but being strict keto is not the only way to get your body to make that switch where it uses your fat for fuel, fat for energy instead of glucose. You don't have to necessarily be strict keto. Some women are able to reach this by low carb. Some women are able to reach this by doing paleo. I've even seen women get away with things like just cutting a lot of the gluten and the dairy and the sugar and still being able to, to get into ketosis. Again, there's so many things and get into the fat burning mode. You need to be able to know that. How to find your personal carb threshold. This is very important. And this is something that most online or keto coaches, experts don't teach of how do you find the number, the amount of carbs that your body can tolerate. And then there's just everything that goes into food planning and meal planning and knowing how to eat on a daily day basis. So how do you read labels at the store? How do you grocery shop efficiently? How do you meal prep? Calculate your macros and portion out food. So when I talk about macros, I don't like to obsess over macros. That's kind of my motto of, you know, lose weight without obsessing over calories or macros. But it's important to have a baseline to know what you should be aiming for, especially when it comes to protein. Many women are under eating protein to the extreme and when it comes to what your carb threshold is. So most women start keto and they follow this generic 20 grams of net carbs approach. They limit their protein. They're eating very low protein. They overdo it on the fat and then they wonder why they're not getting results. And this is not what a personalized food plan looks like. So in order to make a personalized food plan on keto, you need to first assess where you're at right now and work on making small changes to get to your goals. So if you are coming from a standard American diet, okay, let's say that your diet has been just anything goes high carb, junk food, a lot of fast food, you haven't been paying attention to anything, going full clean keto is going to be very difficult for you to maintain. Very difficult. It's just such a huge change for your brain and for your body. On the other hand, let's say you're not necessarily a standard American diet person, but you eat a lot of carbs. So let's say you eat around 200 grams of carbs each day. Jumping down to 20 grams is most likely going to leave a dreadful experience with keto, also known as the keto flu, which is why so many claim that they feel, why so many women they claim that they feel like crap on keto and then they quit. So I see this all the time, especially in Facebook groups. People say, I tried keto for a week. I felt like crap. It felt so miserable. I hated my life. I quit. And this is why. Because they probably got the keto flu because they weren't doing it the right way. And they also kind of just dove right into it. All right. Because when you are doing keto the right way, I will tell you, it is the most amazing feeling. Currently, I'm back to a keto cycle, so if you are new to the show, 
I have been experimenting with carb cycling in the last year because of my adrenals and cortisol and hormonal issues, adrenal burnout, things like that. And it's really kind of helped me heal my adrenals. So I cycle carbs now. And currently I'm in a, in a keto phase where I'm eating mainly keto. And I can already tell my energy, my mood, my mental clarity, like it's like my brain fog. I just feel so much better even during like usually this time of month in my luteal phase before my period. I am such a bee. Ask my husband, ask my kids. I am so moody because my progesterone is low. So, you know, that's what kind of keeps you calm. And I'm just so it's just I'm depressed. I have anxiety like just like bad, like really bad. And I've, I've come to just like expect it and, and deal with it because it just happens every month and I'm working on it. But I know until I get that progesterone up and balance my hormones, it's just going to be like this. So I kind of expect it to happen every month. I kind of wait for it and I just ride with it now. And I know there's nothing wrong with me. It's just how my body is right now. And I'm just doing the best that I can around it. Well, this time I feel like this month, I'm like waiting for it to happen where I'm like, don't want to do anything, don't want to talk to anyone, want to just curl up in a ball and cry. And it hasn't happened yet. And then I check my period because I track my period. Side note, this is like so important to do if you're menstruating. And I am in the luteal phase right now, but I don't feel like it. And I'm like, I wonder, I'm pretty positive it's because I'm following a, a keto protocol right now. So important that you're doing it right so you actually get the benefits you're supposed to be getting with keto. All right. So again, it all starts with your food plan. And if you want to be successful on keto, you have to personalize your food plan first. So this is exactly what we cover first inside BSB Tribe. So that is step one. Let's dive into step two. Step two of success on keto is going to be removing your health blocks. So once you personalize your food plan and you know, okay, I know what I'm going to eat. I know how I'm going to eat. I know how many carbs my body can tolerate and handle. You know, you're fueling your body with foods that you love and that your body loves back, right? And then the next step after that is removing any health blocks. So having health blocks is going to make it really difficult for you to lose weight and keep it off. Even if you have a perfect food plan, even if you've personalized your food plan, it might work for a little bit or it might not work because there's a health block there that's preventing it from working. Okay. So most women that I work with or I've seen have at least one health block, but they're not aware of it. So you might be experiencing symptoms of a health block, but because you're so used to set symptoms, you think it's normal and there's nothing wrong with you, but there is something wrong, all right? Symptoms are a way that your body communicates with you. Your body is, think of your body is just setting off an alarm and that alarm is in a form of symptoms trying to get your attention and you're ignoring it, it's only getting worse and most women are ignoring it, all right? either because they're so busy with their lives or they think it's not a big deal. Or I had a friend that had extreme migraines for years and decades and decades and decades, and she still does. And she's just like, oh, it's just the way I am. And I'm just like, no, it's not. There's an underlying root cause. And she now discovered that it is, and it's hormonal based. So I always say that a normal body that's in homeostasis, when I say normal, I mean balance, homeostasis, you feel good. You don't get any of these symptoms. So these, what are health blocks? So when I say health blocks, I mean things like any type of hormonal issues, 
So whether it be your thyroid, adrenals, cortisol, whether it be your estrogen, PCOS, you know, things like insulin resistance, obvious, the most obvious one when it comes to ketogenic protocols, any leptin, ghrelin, there's so many hormones. Like I think there's like over 50 and they're discovering new ones all the time. So if those are imbalanced, that's a health block. Gut imbalances, gut health has become really popular nowadays. And I'm really glad because they're realizing how important your microbiome is and the balance of bacteria, the balance of good to bad, where you don't want to have too much bad overcrowding the good, but you also want to have the bad. It just has to be balanced and how that is related to depression, anxiety that is related to your brain. It's related to your hormones, you know, SIBO, candida, leaky gut, all of those things, bloating, like all those. And I'll get into the symptoms in in a second here, but any gut imbalances, stress, So whether that be physiological stress, psychological stress, emotional stress, I talk about this inside BSB Tribe, we go deep in stress and the different types of stress and how it affects your body. And of course, with stress comes the stress hormones, cortisol, adrenaline, corticoid, all those things, right? Sleep issues. Sleep issues is a big one that many women ignore, especially if you're a woman with small kids. This is hard, right? Or if you're in menopause and you're getting the hot flashes and the night sweats, or if you're just oh so stressed out that you can't fall asleep or you can't stay asleep, you have insomnia, all those things. And then there's detoxification problems, which is like a whole nother world, right? With how is your liver detoxifying all the substances that you expose your body to on a daily basis, plastics, perfumes, scents, bad foods, you know, inflammatory oils. I mean, everything, BPA, I mean, nonstick. I think I just saw an article the other week about how uh, the nonstick pants are causing their link to cancer. All right. So if you're listening, ladies, and you have nonstick pants that are not, I think it's PUFA, or I'm not sure exactly if you're inside BSB tribe, I cover this about in the hormonal section of what they need to be labeled. So you can go check it out where to make sure that they're non-toxic. But if your pan isn't protected by that and labeled that, you need to throw it away ASAP, okay? So all of these things create health blocks, okay? And just because you don't know you have a health block doesn't mean it's not there. Because like I said earlier, health blocks hide under symptoms. So what are these symptoms that they hide under, okay? So the most common ones that I see that, you know, for me personally, in my experience, what I've been through with my hormones, And the women that I coach, they hide under weight gain, like unexpected weight gain, right? We're all supposed to be, technically, we all gain some weight year after year, a few pounds. But if you're gaining 10, 20, 30 pounds in a year, that is a huge red flag, okay? Then there's weight loss resistance, where on the other hand, it's like you're doing all the things, you're cutting the calories, you're counting the macros, you're working out, you're fasting, but you can't lose any weight, right? Bloating. If you feel bloated after eating or constantly have a food baby, unless, you know, even if you're eating healthy, that's a big one. Fatigue. So you're always tired. You feel like you need to, you need more coffee for energy. You have the afternoon crash. You're exhausted. You can barely stay awake. You're just like dragging through life. IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, gas, right? Too much gas. I mean, that is a symptom. Those, I would say the bloating, IBS, gas. Even fatigue are big red flags for gut. So if you're inside BSB Tribe and you're listening to this and you have these symptoms, go do the 28-day gut reboot that's in there. That's really going to help you. Depression, anxiety, and poor sleep. 
These are just some symptoms, right? That your body has a health block and it's trying to get your attention. So I've worked with many clients that had no idea that they had a health block until they joined BSB Tribe and they went through step two. And once they uncovered and addressed it, their weight loss became effortless. And I had so many clients tell me like, oh my gosh, I feel so relieved. Like I finally feel like my body is working with me and not against me. I'm like not fighting. I'm not pushing so hard. It's so much easier because this health block was what was preventing them, what was getting in the way of their body letting go of extra fat, all right? So weight gain is a symptom of something happening in your body. It's not the problem. And once you address that symptom and you get to the root cause of it and you fix that, weight loss then becomes effortless, all right? So in this step of my method, I will teach you how to regulate all the specific hormones that cause weight loss issues, how to balance your gut so you can properly digest and use the food you eat instead of storing it as fat and causing inflammation in your body, how to manage your stress so you can get out of the survival state that leads to the belly fat and the slow metabolism, how to improve your sleep so that your body is able to burn fat at night properly. You need to know how to remove each block safely and effectively so your body can return to that homeostasis, that balance, and drop the excess weight that it's been holding onto, all right? So that is step two to success, and that's step two of my BSB method, all right? Now, I have two more steps to go, and I will say that the third step is is really the heart of the program, and this is probably one of the most important. They're all important, but the third step is really what I would say most programs and most coaches miss, and that is manage your mind, all right? So after you have personalized your food plan and removed any health blocks that are interfering with weight loss, it is time to manage that mental drama, okay? So we all like to pretend like we don't have mental drama and that we're not drama queens. I talk about this concept inside my carb cycling program of being a drama queen versus data queen. It's so easy for us, especially as women, to just fall into the drama, like the drama trap right away. Like scale doesn't move. I haven't lost five pounds in a week. Nothing's working. I feel this. I feel that. That person, this person. Drama, 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 right? But as a human being, Living in the 28th century, mental drama is just part of the package. So we just have to accept that that's the way it is, right? Most women are really oblivious to this and they spend years yo-yo dieting, restricting and binging and living with this all or nothing mentality, wondering why they can't have more willpower, I'm using air quotes here, and motivation to just stick to it. But here's the thing you have to understand. Willpower and motivation has nothing to do with how your brain works on a subconscious level, right? See, you've developed habits and your brain simply repeats these habits to conserve energy. And I will tell you, after coaching hundreds of women, the biggest roadblock I see them face is their own selves. They struggle with self-sabotage, emotional eating, that all or nothing mentality and staying on track. It's like they know what to do, but they struggle with actually following through. So is this you? Do you know what to do? Are you getting all the knowledge? Are you reading all the books, listening to all the podcasts like this, reading the blog posts, going on social media, YouTube, following all of the people? You know what to do, but you're not doing it. 
So I'm going to like walk through these mental habits here and mental dramas. And I want you to just take note in your mind, which one of these relate to you or sound like you. All right. Are you ready? You got your pen ready or your mental pen? Okay. So let's do it. Do you ever stress eat, eat emotionally, self-sabotage, overeat or eat too much at night, binge eat, fall off the wagon on weekends? Let me know. DM me on Instagram and tell me how many of these that you can relate to. And if you said yes to even one, welcome to the mental drama club. (laughs) The price of staying in this club is a high, but there's good news. There's no contract, so you can leave anytime you want. So it starts with awareness and a choice to change. Well, you have to first become aware that there is a problem, right? Isn't that what the like the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous do, they're like, well, let's be aware if you have a problem first. And this is the same thing with these mental habits and this mental drama. All right. So, and you want to, you want to have to change and you're like, well, of course I don't want to do this, but there's a part of you that does. There's some benefit that you're getting. And, and I learned this recently. It was really good from a book that I read. I forget what book, cause I read literally hundreds of books, but it talked about how everything that you do now, every habit that you have, even though you don't want to have it, You have it because it's bringing you some benefit. So when you think about it, you're like, okay, well, I hate binge eating. I binge eat. What kind of benefit does that bring me? Well, if you really think about it like deep, deep dive into it, most likely the benefit of binge eating is that it gives you a reprieve. It gives you this way of relaxing and unwinding from this strict diet mentality that you have, meaning that binge eating allows you to eat anything that you want and your body gets to relax. So you're probably binge eating because it's giving you some type of relief, either emotionally, mentally, psychologically, or even physically, because you're basically starving yourself, right? So there's always a reason for why we do what we do, right? But when it comes to these habits, they're subconscious. You're not aware of them. Most women are not even aware of their own patterns. And I like to describe them like the root of a tree. You don't see them, but they're deeply ingrained in your brain, right? So these are simply habits that the oldest part of your brain, the reptilian brain, stored because you kept repeating them. And so now your brain repeats them on autopilots because you've done them so many times, those behaviors that it's like, okay, well, let's just put this on autopilot and the reptilian brain so we don't have to waste so much energy doing this and she always does this. So like, let's say you got in the habit of every weekend you fall off the wagon, right? This imaginary wagon that everybody always talks about falling off. Like, what is this wagon? Where is this wagon, right? Let's just burn it so you're not falling off of it. So every weekend, so let's say you did this like one weekend, two weekend, three. So your brain's like, okay, so Friday, like it picks up. Your brain knows when it's Friday. Friday night, you start relaxing. You had a long week and it's like, what is our routine? Okay, well, we get pizza. We get pizza and wine. That is our thing on Friday. So you do that so many Fridays in a row, your brain's going to automatically store that as a habit. And then it's going to prime you on a subconscious level to be like, hey, it's Friday night. It's time for pizza and wine. All right. So kind of sucks because you have all these quote unquote bad habits stored. And then you also have good habits stored. So really all we need to do is we need to establish better new habits to overcrowd the bad habits and flip-flop them. And so that's the good news. The good news is that you can reprogram and rewire your brain 
to stop sabotaging your weight loss. Because all of these habits, the root of them really is self-sabotage. If you really look at them, let's go back. So stress eating, you're sabotaging yourself when you're eating, you know, to respond to stress. Emotionally eating, same thing. Overeating, that's sabotaging. You're already full, but you keep eating. Why do I keep eating? Why am I sabotaging? Binge eating is sabotaging. Eating too much at night or late night snacking and then falling off the weekends. These are all really self-sabotage is kind of at the core of all of these, all right? So we can rewire your brain and reprogram this. And so what we do, what I like to do inside BSB Tribe is that we first uncover all of the mindset blocks that you have and ones that you might not even know that you had because some women are like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that I had an all or nothing mentality. But then when they get into the program and they go through this step, you're, they're like, holy crap, all of these things that you mentioned, all of these behaviors, all of these actions, it's what I do on a daily basis. But if you would ask me like, do you have all or nothing mentality? I'd be like, no, I don't. All right, so we uncover all of them and then we reprogram your brain for weight loss through powerful exercises and coaching so you can get rid of them once and for all. All right, so this is the most powerful and transformative step of the tribe. So in this step, I'm gonna show you how to reprogram and rewire your brain habits for effortless weight loss, how to end cravings, late night overeating, emotional eating, or binging, how to stay on track on the weekends and stop self-sabotaging behaviors, and how to change your limiting beliefs so you can step into your highest self because all of these behaviors and habits really come from limiting beliefs that you have about yourself. Either that you can't lose weight or in order to lose weight, you have to feel miserable or you know you have to eat this way forever or you're never gonna be happy or you have to eat the, all of these things are limiting beliefs. So until you remove your mental blocks and reprogram your brain, it's going to be impossible, impossible, okay? I had to say that twice because I just really want you to get this through your brain for you to sustain your weight loss and you will continue the yo-yo diet cycle. I've seen so many women go through BSB Tribe and they did not do this step. They did the other steps, they lost the weight, but they missed this step and then they ended up gaining it back. And then I was like, well, did you do step three? Did you program your brain? Like, no. And then they had to go back and do that because sure, you could lose weight, but how are you maintaining it? And that's kind of like part of step four as well. And I'm like jumping ahead, but I will say that this is by far the most important, powerful and transformational part of my method. And I really don't see any other programs addressing the brain as much as we do inside BSV Tribe. We've had clients, like I kid you not, and it just blew my mind and it made me both like sad, but also honored and humbled, but mostly sad. We have clients in their 60s and they've gone through the program. It's just even the fundamentals, phase zero, where I talk about limiting beliefs and the power of why and all these things. And they've never heard of what we teach inside BSB Tribe. And they even like, they tell me, I own every diet book under the sun. I've tried all the diets I've invested thousands and thousands and thousands in programs. I've hired coaches. I've never in my life heard this. And this right here changed everything for me. This is so important. So we need to address this, okay? So again, that's steps three, manage your mind. So once we get through all of those things, right? And they go in order and they kind of go together as, as pieces of the puzzle. The last thing you have to do in order to succeed on keto long-term is you need to create your lifestyle. So that is step four, last but not least, definitely not least, 
So the problem with most weight loss programs is that they teach you how to lose the weight, but they don't teach you how to maintain it in a way that aligns with your lifestyle. All right. So some questions that you want to ask yourself is whatever thing you're doing now, whatever program you're in, whatever plan you're on, whatever diet, whatever coach you have, whatever, ask yourself if you're doing keto, especially what if you don't want to do keto forever? That's the first question. What is your escape plan? What is your exit strategy? What if you go on a trip? What if you take a vacation and you don't want to do keto or where you're going, it's not very keto friendly. I mean, yeah, sure. When people say that, they're usually using that as an excuse. Everywhere you go, you're going to find some type of meat and vegetable. It just may be harder for you. You might have to be like going out of your way, asking for things. You might not want to do that. You just might not want to have to worry about the food. Or maybe you're going somewhere tropical where there's a lot of tropical fruits like all crucifications and there's dragon fruit and star fruit and passion fruit, all the fruits, right? And you want to eat them, but you know, if you eat too many, it's not going to, you know, help you with ketosis. But what if you don't want to do that? What do you do? How do you do that without gaining like 20 pounds on one trip? Because kid you not, I have gained almost 20 pounds from one trip when I was like keto. And then I went like all out crazy because I didn't know how to approach trips. What if you want to enjoy the holidays? So what do you do? Holidays are coming up here. What if you have the best family that makes the best holiday food and they make everything from scratch and bon appetit? That's like, if you come to my house, that's what I do, by the way. If I, when I host holidays, I'm obsessed with bon appetit. And bon appetit magazine doesn't make a lot of very keto friendly foods. Sure, you can modify them, but for the most part, it doesn't. What if you want to enjoy the holidays, enjoy the holiday foods, or that's the time you're like, I don't really care about be, you know, losing weight during this time, either want to maintain it. I don't even mind gaining a few pounds, but of course you don't want to completely reverse all of your hard work. So how, what do you do? How do you enjoy the holidays? What's your holiday plan? What if you go out to eat? How do you approach that? Your girlfriend invites you out for dinner, right? You want to go out to eat for social events. What are you not going to go because it's not keto? And last but not least, what if you don't want to count calories and track macros when you're 90? What if you don't want to worry about Worry about pulling up my fitness pal and scanning barcodes when you're 90 years old. Gotta hit my macros. I talk about this all the time and it makes women really think. Look, the only way weight loss can be sustainable is if your plan fits in with your desired lifestyle. So this is how most women approach keto. And I hope that you're not approaching it this way. And if you are, now you know, awareness, right? They treat keto like a diet. This is what I hear them say. I'm going to lose weight on keto and then I'm going to go back to my normal way of eating and I'm putting normal in air quotes here. This is literally what I've heard women say to me. What is normal? What is your normal way of eating? Is it the standard American diet? Because first of all, that's not normal. I feel like keto is more normal than most ways of eating. But when you do that, you're just saying that you're just treating it as a short-term thing in a short-term diet. See, These women are struggling with staying consistent with keto and making it a long-term sustainable diet because they're going into it, approaching it as a short-term diet. And it's important for you to consider this before you even start keto. So if you're a keto beginner, I'm really glad that you're here and you landed on the right podcast. And I'm so glad that you found me because you can prevent all these mistakes that it took me six years to realize, right? And all the mistakes I made in the last six years. So before you even start, You need to think about all of this. So when it comes to creating your lifestyle, this is kind of what I teach my clients inside BSB Tribe. 
So I teach them how to maintain the weight they lost. That's the very first important part of this create your lifestyle step. It's like, okay, you lost weight or you're at your gold weight now. How do we maintain that? What is it going to take to maintain that, right? We also cover what is clean keto carb cycling and how you can use it to create a flexible way of eating. So this is kind of like after keto. For those women that don't want to do keto forever, but they don't want to go back to the standard American diet or the old way of eating, I teach this method called clean keto carb cycling. All right. How to break weight loss dolls. Will they happen? Weight loss dolls will happen. You can guarantee it. All right. And so I'll teach you how to do that, how to eat out, how to travel and how to handle the holidays and events and how to incorporate cheat days without gaining weight. So whatever you want to call it, cheat, treat, off days, whatever. I teach you how to do that without gaining weight. So when it comes to sustainable weight loss, you need to think long-term and have a game plan to keep your weight off. And maintenance is often harder than the losing phase because most women don't know how not to diet and they're always just trying to lose weight and they don't know what life is like when you don't have to diet anymore and not trying to lose weight and what maintenance is like. So if you're in a program that isn't addressing maintenance, don't be disappointed when, not if, but when the weight comes back on and then some. All right, so there you have it. The four steps for keto success personalize your food plan, remove your health blocks, manage your mind and create your lifestyle. So if you follow these, you will effortlessly lose weight, lose the weight you want on keto without gaining it back. And if you're ready to implement these steps with a nutritionist who has been there and helped hundreds of women like you get results, I would be honored to be your coach inside my holistic clean keto program, BSP tribe. The doors are open now so you can join today and get started with these steps right away. All you need to do is go to www.bsbtribe.com forward slash join to enroll. And once you sign up, I want you to head over to our private community group to introduce yourself and let me know a little bit about yourself and what step you're most excited to dive into. I can't wait to meet you and help you reach your weight loss goals. I'll see you inside the tribe. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.